Welcome to Real Estate 360. And now, your hosts and experts, Steve Connolly and Jason Miles. Hello, and it is another fantastic Real Estate 360 show coming to you right now. This is Steve Connolly, hashtag unemployable, and this is Mr. Jason O. Miles, hashtag the real estate trainer. Good day, kind sir. Good day. How are you feeling today? Man, I feel fantastic. Best day of your life? It has to be. It is. It's the only day. Yes. Yes, sir. <laughs> hey, listen. I, I Listen, let me clear something up. Um, I know it's, you know, I've got my little suit on here because it's cold out there. But, <laughs> I, you know, here we are in January and, I, and there's a Christmas present I forgot to give you. Uh-oh. Yeah, I got it right here. And uh, I was in the car, and I was riding around, and, and I know how much you love this stuff. So, here it is. No. Yep. Now, he knows what I love. Now, unfortunately, <laughs> whoops, well, uh, you know, one of them is kind of missing. But there. Oh, thank Merry, you so much. I know, post-Christmas, Merry Christmas, past Christmas. You but guys there, don't you. understand the importance of this. And, and by the way, <laughs> we, we do not have a, uh, a deal with uh, uh, Burger King, but I love the Whopper. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, there's one meal deal missing out of that. I have a weakness for the Whopper. <laughs> Can't help it. Something about the... No, I got to go with the original flame broiled, even though it's not flame broiled anymore. But I'm okay with being, you know, blindly yeah, lied to. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, this, this show, we're not talking about Whoppers. Or maybe we are, but it's going to be related to real estate and opportunities, whopper opportunities That's that right. can come along. And it's really just about, you know, being open to the possibilities of opportunities coming your way. Well, having said that, yeah, uh, we have an opportunity for the people that are listening still. We haven't chosen anyone for the mentorship yet. Okay. So we encourage people to go to the website realestate360show.com right <laughs> and fill out the application and what this is is listen we're going to help one person this year one we're going to take them on we're going to mentor them we're going to teach them we're going to give them access to what we do uh, to help them find success in real estate now it doesn't matter if you are new you've never done any of this it's just, just a desire that you have we want you to come on in it doesn't matter if you've got some experience and you can't figure out how to level up. You know, we want to help you do it. So go to realestate360show.com, fill out the application. It's the mentorship application. And um, let us help you because I know that there's someone out there that's looking for an opportunity. You know, that we know there are. And if you walk down the street and you ask people, hey, what would you like to be doing? Nine out of 10 of them, a lot of times will say, I'd like to be buying and selling houses, real estate investing. Yeah. But listen, on this mentor thing, we're not looking for just anybody that just shows up and, th and wants to kick the can a little bit. That's right. No, we are looking for, we don't want any looky-loos. We want somebody who's serious, I mean, really serious about learning how to do this. That's right. Because we, we need somebody that's as committed as we are. That's right. Because the resources are coming with this. You that's know, right. if you find it, it's not a matter of where do I find the money? Where do I find the deals? Where do I find the buyers? Where do I find the sellers? You know, we're, we bring all of this stuff to the table for you and show you how to do this for yourself. You know, regardless of where you are in the country right now, it's just for here. You have to be in the Atlanta metropolitan area because that's where we are right now. And we want to teach you how to do this right here. So, 
it again, it just doesn't matter. You just have to have the willingness, the desire, the 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 passion to want to change your life and your family's life. Now, the mentor, I want to define mentor. That means someone who helps guide you along the way. That doesn't mean someone who's going to do it for you. Amen for that. We are not going to do it for you. We will explain how to do it, show you what to do, give you ideas and resources and everything that you need, but it's going to be up to you because at the end of this, we don't need to prove ourselves. We know how to do this. Right. At the end of this, if you, if you're successful or not successful, there's only one person to to, to look to. That's right. So uh, put your uh, big boy, big girl um, hat on. Panties. I wasn't going to say it. (laughs) 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 And fill out that application and let's, let's, uh, let's see who wants to really, uh, let's see who wants to be a millionaire. You know what I mean? Not that that's going to happen. There's a disclaimer there. There's no guarantee. Blah, 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 blah. (laughs) No, there's not. There's there's no guarantee. I can't say it fast enough. Yeah. (laughs) But another thing. Thank you all for listening to us on the radio and on the podcast. If you haven't checked out the podcast, make sure you go to iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, subscribe, like, share, uh, engage, you know, comment, let us know what you want to hear, what you, what you liked, what you didn't like, all that great stuff. For all those that have done it, please continue to do it. I love it. Thank you. Thank you so very much. Make sure you continue. Hey, uh, speaking of that, opportunities. So tell me, what would define an opportunity? Uh, almost anything you can trip over. Okay, right. <laughs> are they hard to find? They are everywhere. And you know what? People will always say, hey, this is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Yeah. There's no such thing as a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. No. There's, there's opportunity everywhere, yeah. all the time. Your job is just to be able to identify the opportunity. And, you know, if people are worried about not enough money or they don't, they're in their minds are saying, I can't find one of these houses mm. or I can't find an opportunity or I don't know how to find, I don't know how to find a multifamily and all that stuff. You're right. You won't be able to find any of that stuff. Just because you're speaking it that way. That's right. You're, you're creating a belief. Yeah. You know, you're you're defining the outcome before you've even given it any effort. Yeah. So if you approach it with, oh, my God, just what you just said, which is there's opportunities everywhere. We trip over them. Yeah. And they're literally everywhere. They're just, it's mind-blowing, you know, from our perspective. Can I give an example? Please. I, I've, been, a... I've been searching for one myself. <laughs> yeah. It's not necessarily <laughs> a real estate example, but it's something that we can all relate to. Have you ever complained about something? No. Oh, yeah. Well, probably. Do you know anyone that's ever complained about something? Yes. There's an opportunity. It's literally that way. You know, uh, when I first started speaking, one of the biggest things people would say is, how do I start a business? How do I start a business? How do I start a business? And there were attorneys that would love to take three grand, four grand, five grand from these folks, just massively overcharging them you know, to do this for them because they could get it done in a timely manner and it looked like magic to the person that was asking for it because they had no clue. So what I did literally after hearing this complaint for a few weeks in a row was when I had a week off, I went home, I went online, I went to every 
Secretary of State in the Union, downloaded the information, put it in a folder for each state, and sold it for $100. Well, an opportunity. Yeah. And every week I would sell 10 or 20 of those things. And it's so easy to set those up. Yeah. You just go to the Secretary of State. I'm giving free game. Free game. Go to the Secretary of State and look in the business part, you know, the and and just say, I want to start an LLC. Search it, you know, and it'll tell you what to do. It'll give you the processes and the filing fees. You know, it's right there. So why not do it? Yes, you can go to LegalZoom. People are like, oh, it's only $137 until you go through the process. The next thing you know, it's three or 400 bucks plus the filing fees, you know, for something that would have literally taken you 10 or 15 minutes to do. They even charge to get an, an EIN number. You can go to the IRS.gov, <laughs> IRS.gov and search SS4 form, the number four, and fill it out and have it in five minutes for, yeah. for free. Absolutely. <laughs> for free. For free. But people will spend $5, 10 20 $50 doing it because they don't want to search. They don't want to look. You know, it's an, you know you're going to get an EIN number from the IRS, so just go to the source. you got to be careful with that, though, because I was looking at it, and there's a, there's a lot of these little offshoot sites, you know, that'll say, get your EIN number here. Yeah, yeah. It's not the government, and then that's they'll right. charge you for that. That's exactly right. And that's and, why I recommend going to IRS.gov. Yeah, that's where you got to go. <laughs> that's right. Don't <laughs> Google it. Just IRS.gov. And then when you're in on the government's website, you just simply search SS4 form. It'll pop up. You can do it manually, you know, meaning print out everything and send it in. You can call in or you can do it online and get it right then and there. In minutes. In minutes. Could I give a, a real estate example? I'd love it if you would. Oh. Uh, so, you know, I'm always just, we're, you, we're always just with our eyes open and hopefully without the blinders, you know, the horses, you know, would wear blinders so they wouldn't get spooked as they walk down the street. So, you know, but people have blinders on too, Mm. invisible blinders through their mental capacities. Mm -hmm. So I try to keep them off as much as I can. I have them, I admit it, but so I'm at this networking group, my networking group. And, you know, I always mention I buy and sell houses there. I don't really say much about that. Mm -hmm. So some new people showed up uh, a couple of weeks ago, a month ago or so. And they said, listen, uh, we know this lady who has a house that, that she's stuck. And I said, hey, give me, let me have her number. So we talked. And she actually, she called me. And uh turns out it's a, she's completely remodeled this house. It looks fantastic. Uh, it's, it's furnished. She was renting it on um, Airbnb. Airbnb, thank you. And it's not like I haven't heard the story. Yeah, that's right. Did you, hopefully, have I told this on the air? Before? No, no, not at all. Oh, not good, all, good. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. So uh, I, I'm going to tell you more about that in a minute because we do have a little break that we have to get get up here on. So, But it was about the networking and the open-mindedness and the willingness to have a conversation. I love it. Let's, let's take a break. Let's do it. Do you need to sell your house? Well, our company will buy, will buy your house. We make the process very fast, very easy, and it's all cash. All you have to do is give us a call today. 
We'll buy your house. Click 833willbuy.com. That's 833-W-E-L-L-B-U-Y.com. Or call 833-WILL-BUY. Se habla español, llámanos, call us today. We're back. We're back, Steve. Yes. And I have been sitting on the edge of my seat to hear more of this nail-biting tale. Oh, yeah, no, I don't blame you. <laughs> <laughs> it is exciting. So, so we we talk, and so I, I find out what the problem is. You know, mm. what is the problem here? You know, it looks like I don't see a problem. Um, but she has this listed. Uh, she was relying on Airbnb. There's some people hanging out next door. They weren't messing with anything. They were just there. But because of that, people gave her three bad reviews on Airbnb, so that cut off our, all of her income from it. Mm. In the meantime, her, her loan matured, so now she's paying almost double her payment. That's crazy. It's over over $5,000 a month. Is it a mansion? No, it's a $300,000 house. Oh, and man. the loan is like two fifty or sixty or something like that. Two two sixty, I think two sixty two seventy somewhere in there. She's paying five thousand dollars a month. That's incredible. So that's the problem. That's She's incredibly out of, ridiculous. You know, who <laughs> wants to do that? How, who can do that for very long? You know, you got no income from it. Your yeah. loan's matured. They're going to call it. So she needs to move and move fast. And then, so we actually met, and she had she told me about some other issues going on, and so she just can't think about this house. So I said, listen, I'll, I'll do whatever. I'll take it, and. uh so, really, the simple solution is she does have it overpriced mm. on the market. So, I'm I'm out here looking in. I'm not in here with the fray, you know. I'm, I'm not emotionally attached, and I'm not thinking I have to do this or that or anything else. I'm objectively looking at the, at the big picture. Right. And so, I called this really expert realtor that we know who's going to be on in a few minutes. You called that guy? Yeah, I called him. That guy, yes, yeah, the superhero. Yeah, that's the one. Okay, the one All that right. will guard your equity with his life, as he stated. He's got two six guns to, to you know to back it up. So anyway, so I called him and, and I said, "Hey, what, what's the value here? What can we, what can we sell this for? Really? I mean, so he comes back with three twenty five instead of the three fifty nine that she has it listed at. Mm. Three fifty nine is too much. It's not that big. It's not a mansion. It's just a bungalow. You know? Yeah, damn good looking bungalow." In the right spot on the kind of edge of, you know, historic West End. Wow. You know, not too far from our house on that we had on Inman. Okay. But on the other side of the street, yeah. on the historic side. And so I said, yeah. So he comes back with 325. I said, you want to list it? He said, uh, nah, not really. So, no, he said, hell yeah, I want to list it. <laughs> <laughs> of course. So he said, yeah. So, um, so we wrote up a contract and, uh. Long story short, is he said, "Wow, look at these numbers! How did you know? Here you go again." I said, "It's just being, you know, open to the opportunities, That's right? And being able to recognize them when you see them." That's, That's exactly right. I'm not just that so smart, many. you know. I mean, yeah. really. I mean, even there, there are opportunities and problems all the time. I mean, the problem is the opportunity. Our job, as I've stated over and over again, isn't to buy and sell real estate; it's to solve problems. Right. You know, we're problem solvers, and we. We have a problem with a property that we're selling now, mm-hmm. and the buyer or his representatives could not figure out the solution to this problem. In fact, they just continued to convolute the issue 
by, you know, trying to switch the parameters of the deal, you know, oh, just yeah. one thing or the other. And uh, the buyer, uh, this is actually his very, very first deal. Oh. It's his very first deal. And he's liquid. He's got assets. Uh, well, his liquidity, he wound up buying, he's buying five properties. It's one deal, right? But it's five properties. Right. He bought cash, two of them, so that he could get these problem sellers out of the way, right? But the problem there was he used up all his liquidity buying the two for cash. Now he doesn't have the down payment that's required for the other three. So he's trying to find bridge capital for the down payment, which you know is going to be next to impossible for him to get because he'd be 100% leveraged. The primary lender, more than likely, because it's not a commercial loan, right. is not going to go for it because they want him to have 20% skin in the game. You know? Oh, so the three is not a commercial loan? No, it's not a commercial loan. Oh. Yeah. It's a, it's a, well, there's an easy solution, that we, which I know, you know. Yeah. So all we're doing is, you know, I'm listening to the problem, and they're like, oh, we need more money. We got to get this. We got to get that. And they're wasting time. So it was imperative that I step in and say, okay, listen, it's, you've already got everything. You've got this, these two assets over here that you own free and clear. Simply do a cash-out refinance for what you need on the other. Right. And it'll cover all of the expenses that you need. You'll have the loan in place. You'll have the renovation loan in place. You don't have to worry about coming out of pocket with that now. Yeah. And all you have to worry about now is acquiring these other three. And you've got your cash. Now, you're not going to get the whole X number of dollars you put in. You're going to probably wind up with, you know, 65 or 70% of it. But that's more than enough money for you to close on your other deal. And... and I know you know what this is. I'm just going to clarify it for the listeners. It really was not a cash-out refinance. It was just a cash-out because there was no refinancing to do. That's correct. It was just an equity loan. He's just getting an equity loan. Yeah. You know. Commercial equity loan. And that one is commercial. Yeah, it's got to be. Yeah, absolutely. So a very easy solution, something that they've been, you know, tripping over themselves on for a week, you know, trying to figure out how to get this done. And here we are, you know, with one simple conversation. And all they had to do was have a conversation when they knew that there was an issue. Um, People don't generally pool their resources like they would need to. If you don't talk to people that you're working with about the things you need with the work you're doing, how can you expect to get ahead? Right. You know, and what's the opportunity for those guys? The opportunity for them is, to be able to finish the project or at least get started with the project. The opportunity for those guys is to be working with people that have the resources. I mean, we've been walking them through this deal now for six months. Well, about four, five. Okay. It just feels July like is when they came in. It feels break. like about a year. It does. Well, <laughs> we've been working on the deal for that long. That's for sure. But you have to utilize your resources. Yeah. And that only can happen if you have a conversation, if you discuss, hey, I've got this issue. You know, I might not be able to handle it, but I say, you know, um, I've got a buddy, Steve. He might be able to help you with this. Let's uh, let's give him a call. Mm. And you know what happens? The problem gets solved. People don't have those conversations. Everyone wants to be the, you know, the fix-it man for themselves. And I'm saying I'm generalizing when I say everyone, but you say it all the time. You know, this this whole collective mind thing. You know, the way you see a thing and the way I see a thing are going to be very different. And once we start to talk about how we can move forward with that thing, we'll have different ideas. We've had several conversations over the years where 
I'll say, hey, you know, I've got this, and you'll say, well, how about this, Miles? Mm-hmm. You know, let's let's do it that way, and vice versa. Absolutely. And we just move in that way, and guess what happens? I don't know. The deal well, gets done. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> you know, it gets done. <laughs> it, it just gets done, so you have to be willing to talk to the people around you, to put yourself out there in new circles, especially if this is new for you, or if you're trying to scale up, or just do better, you know? Not, not even just start, just do better. Yeah, you have to put yourself out there. You have to talk to people. You have to communicate with other people, other investors. Find a different circle of people to be around that are going to push you to where you want to be, and allow it to happen. Don't fight it. Yeah, that's right. You know, just go hang. And you know, you don't have to really do much. You just have to show up. Yeah. And what's that saying about showing up? Eighty percent of success is showing up. Woody Allen said that. Yeah. I don't know where he got it because I guarantee you he didn't come up with it. You do not own the rights to this quote. Right. Is that what we're saying? Can I? Yeah. Can I copyright that? <laughs> you might be able to. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to. But, but that's what it's all about, man. I yeah. mean, the, the opportunities that are out there, and here we are in a new year, right? Yeah. Yeah. New year. It's a brand new year, brand new decade. You got. Time here, you know, people Thanks count. Thanks to Dale for the new decade. Yes, we like the new decade. Was that Dale or was that? That was Dale. Okay. So we, we like this whole idea of, I mean, we were talking about this before while getting all into it. A lot of people will say, I want to be here in a year, here in three, five, ten years. Well, you've got from 2020 to the end of 2029 to achieve everything you've ever dreamed of. And can it happen? Absolutely. Look back at other successful people, right? It doesn't matter who who you look at at the beginning of their career. Once they started, 10 years after they started, they were in a totally different world <laughs> 10 years after they started. You know, it doesn't matter. I mean, the journey matters, but it doesn't matter that you're not there. You can't worry about not being there. You have to just get there. You have to already be there mentally. I think you can do it in five. You can, but I'm saying but if you give yourself some time, I mean, you got to be – Aggressive it, in your goal setting. Yes, you have to be. But if you're doing it on your own, I think it'll take you 10 yeah. or oh, more. Yeah. But if you're doing it with someone, a partner of some sort, it could easily take you four or five for instead sure. of 10. Absolutely. Because and then, and then minds, you triple that after, for, yeah. the, for the other five. Two minds creates a more powerful mind, Napoleon right. Hill. You know? Read the book. That's right. Any one of them. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so you just got to do it. If, you, if you're not looking for the opportunities, if you're not looking for ways to grow yourself, you know, you're, you're just going to be next year, five years from now, in the same place you are now. And this year is 2020, right? right. It's 2020. So that sounds like an I, I, uh, a vision center. Thing. Vision, that's right, yeah. a vision uh, prescription, uh, whatever you call it. You'd yeah. just be born with it, right? So you, so let's have 2020 <laughs> vision for 2020. Let's do that. And let's take a quick break. Okay. Hey, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. If it is, call us. I'm Scott with Five Star Services. We do home renovations from your rooftop all the way down to the ground. Interior, exterior, it doesn't matter. We do it all. Give us a call. You can reach us at 404-348-2348. That's 404-348-2348. Or you can get us online at www.5starservicesatlanta.com. 
give us a call. Estimates are free. We'll be happy to take a look at what you have. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. But if it is, call us. I'm Scott Bowen with Five Star Services. And we're back. It's the Real Estate 360 show and more. <laughs> and so here we are. We've got to record these outtakes. They're oh, my God. Hilarious. Yeah. So here we are. We've been talking about opportunities. And with us today is uh, the super realtor that I was talking about just a, just a few minutes ago. Uh, his name is Sammy Hadid. Sammy, say hello. Hello, everybody. It's What's a brand up, new year. Thank you so much for having me on here. It's Always good, a pleasure man. to be with you. Yes. You look like an angel today, sir. Dressed an in angel, all white. an angel, an angel of real estate. Right? Listen, you listen. Get away. You know, move, move <laughs> over like a few feet. <laughs> so, so, yeah, so, I do have my hoodie on and my my you, my glasses and stuff. You know, you are. You look good. You, you are uh, glowing. It's hot in here. You know, it's like that's why I'm glowing. It's like darn. It's just so cool. Yeah, I know, man. You know, like I'm 25. Years old. <laughs> so, Sammy, we are talking about the opportunities that are in front of us here in the beginning of this new decade, this new year. Yes, I've been listening. Very inspiring. From your perspective, uh, where we are in the market today, what we're seeing, you know, we're seeing some very interesting things. We've seen uh, rates kind of flatten now. We've seen... Uh, what I would consider to be a pretty sizable decline in uh, mortgage applications because of the flattening of those rates. Uh, what is your take on it, and where do you see the opportunity uh, right here, right now, and for the foreseeable future, meaning the next couple quarters? Uh, the next couple quarters, that is an excellent question, of course. And in regards to it, I would say that the opportunities, as you all are mentioning, are definitely, definitely there. Mm. And it just takes a little get up and go in order to accomplish them, of course, mm. right? Like get off the couch, stop watching Shark Tank, actually do it, That's right? right. <laughs> so if you're willing to work hard, as always, despite it being difficult, there's always going to be money to be made in real estate, of course. Mm. So even if sales are declining and as many homes aren't being purchased, what does that mean in regards to you as a, as a buyer? You can actually go out there and get some pretty sweet deals. Mm -hmm. And as soon as the market kind of bounces back, particularly after the election year, sitting on something sweet right there, right? Yeah, right, you know, right. Resale value, you get a nice little chunk by the time you're ready to sell it, or you can just keep it and build your portfolio, of course, right? That's for sure. Sammy, I'm glad you said that because it's about perspective, right? Absolutely. And so there's there's only opportunity with market changes. So we're seeing a change. And so we were on the one side of the opportunity last year. Right. But now there's a, we're on the other side. Hmm. Absolutely. You know, mm -hmm. which is, side. you just said it. There's less sales, there's less activity, so that creates more motivated sellers. And so we're a less motivated buyer with, you know, lower offers. Absolutely. Not mm -hmm. only lower offers, like these days, if you're a buyer and you step up and you're excited to buy the property and your real estate agent communicates that the buyer is excited, he's going to close on this in three weeks, they've been sitting on this thing for months, what do you think they're going to do? Yeah. Jump at it. Yeah. Jump at it. Even if it's lower. I just want to get it sold. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Stop the bleeding. Stop the bleeding, please. I mean, I have sellers now that are dying for offers, you know, on properties that are already aggressively priced. Mm. So there's definitely some opportunities there either to make money as an investor or you purchase a house, you can live in it for a year and then sell it or, or rent it out. 
I would recommend that they stay in it for at least two years. Right, of course. Capital gains tax. <laughs> yes, yes, two years, everybody. <laughs> well, isn't that, isn't, like you just said, three years, if you're a homeowner and you live in your home for three years, that's zero capital gains. Is it three but years or two, is it less? It's two years. It's two oh, years. it's only two. Yeah, it's two. Oh, and yep. even capital gains that's is even not better. that much. Yeah. You know, it's 15% of your profit, which isn't right. that much. So yeah, if you really the, want your cash out. Yeah, but that's $150,000 of your profit. 250. Okay, yeah. First 250. Right. Oh, oh, okay. First 250. I'm talking about, you know, taxes, 150,000 taxes when you make a million. Oh, absolutely. 15%. Well, you'd pay, you'd actually, the first 250,000 would be tax free, and the 750,000 would be at the 15% capital gains tax, which would put you at just over 100,000 in taxes. I'm just speaking. To my future. Speaking that's into all. an existence. Exactly. That's right, that's right, that's million right. dollars, baby. One million dollars. <laughs> yeah, that's right. There you go. <laughs> By the way, it's a tremendous opportunity that you're offering somebody in regards to the mentorship because that is everything. Yeah, I mean, if you yeah. have somebody steering you in the right direction, you're on the fast track. You know, Sammy, when I started this uh, real estate, uh, when I started in this real estate game, uh, I did not even know that there was a seminar world. You know, had I, I probably would have taken, I just didn't, you know, yeah. because I'd come out of the entertainment business. You know, three or four o'clock in the morning when infomercials are playing, I'm either still at the club or I'm passing out. Yeah, right. <laughs> you yeah, know, right. so um, I didn't know it existed. So I just went to the library, started reading books, and then implementing implementing those processes. But it just took forever and forever and forever. It took me two and a half years uh, to make a nickel. Sure. Literally make a nickel. Sure. Hard work, by too. Myself. Hard work. Well, everyone thought I was crazy. Everyone that knew me thought I was totally insane. But I knew there was money in this industry. I'm watching people make it. Yeah, millionaires. You know? Everywhere. I'm watching state. contractors go from driving a big white van to a big black Mercedes Benz. Right. As now being an investor. And I'm like, I don't know what. And then I'd, I'd ask them. And they say, oh, you just got to find a property, put it on a contract, sell it to that guy. Right. Well, that's what I've been trying to do. <laughs> you know, what am I doing wrong? Help me figure this out. But two and a half years of going at it on my own, you know, uh, really putting it mildly was disruptive to my life. Absolutely. And the life of my children, you know, because I, I had young children at the time as well. Um, but I, I sacrificed and I was willing to make that sacrifice. But I do wish that that curve could have been shortened. Sure. You know, two and a half years of making nothing. Yes. Yeah, I mean, you can a damage a lot of relationships. Sure. <laughs> but I mean, you had your eyes on the end game, right? I did. I yeah. did. And that's what kept me going. Mm-hmm. Point I'm trying to make is here we have a program to help people kind of fast track their way through that two and a half year process and make money inside a year if they're willing to put in that kind of effort. Certainly. You know, and change their life in a year, knowing processes, things. Listen, it wouldn't matter if you took what we learned and decided to move to Albuquerque. You can do it there. Sure, sure. You know, anywhere in the continental U.S. Anywhere people need houses, right? <laughs> right. Yeah, which is everywhere. That's right. Unless you're in Alaska, in the wild or something, right? But well, you know, igloos cost money, too. It's a, it's a, absolutely. <laughs> Sammy, could I, may I ask you a question? Please. What do you want to do for next year, for this year? For this, year. this, you know, this this year, twenty twenty, uh, where do you see the opportunities for yourself as a realtor? As a realtor for myself this year, of course, my goal as is every year is to help as many people as possible get their properties sold, 
uh, to help people purchase properties if they're genuinely motivated to, mm. uh, to buy a house, of course. Mm-hmm. And of course, it's to meet uh, new people, kind of like you're mentioning, to go up to people and have conversations and hopefully build relationships where more opportunities will come. And not only that, a relationship that's that's lasting more than just business. So mm. that's, of course, my goal for the year to look for opportunities. So similar to where are you going to find them? So where am I going to find my opportunities? It's exactly what you all are mentioning. You know, it's getting to the office every day on time, calling people for sale by owners, expires, withdrawns, being friendly with these people. I want them to know that I genuinely want to help them and that I'm not just another realtor that's calling them. I do want to assist them. And of course, like you said, to go out there, to go out there and shake the hands of contractors at homes that I see that are being built, Mm -hmm. asking them, you know, who the owner is, and then possibly getting a number, calling them, and trying to build a connection. So you're creating your opportunities. You have to. You're not waiting for them to come to you. Nobody is just going to give you an opportunity. Yeah. And as long as you show initiative, kind of like what you're mentioning, people see that. when And people want to work with people that get up every day, that have initiative, that want their business, that, that have experience, that have knowledge, that have to get up and go actually go up and ask for the business, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Similar to, to yourself, you know, you show up at the investors meeting mm-hmm. you realize a woman needs help and uh, you see an opportunity and there are a lot of those networking meetings both investor in meetings and just regular business networking meetings i was not even at a real estate meeting it was just a business networking meeting mm-hmm. sure usa business connect i mean you're, you're not going to get that opportunity sitting on your butt watching that's, basic cable right that's, yeah, no. No, that, that's not gonna happen well it might you never know <laughs> the phone might I, ring right I, I don't want to limit <laughs> Any opportunity that could come to me, you know, I'm not going to say I'm not going to get it because then I won't get it. But suppose I'm sitting, you know, at home watching the Flintstones and, you know, having a yabba dabba do time, learning some, you know, very good social, you know, skills from the Flintstones. And then, you know, maybe my phone will ring. Uh, maybe, but I would probably say not. <laughs> I'm hopefully, you know, hopefully it'll be during a commercial and I'll answer it. Yeah. I'm just kidding around. But of course, you know, it's all about being open to the opportunities. And you're right. You know, get out there and do something. Sure. It's as easy as going up and saying, hello, my name is so-and-so, and uh, I'm really fond of your work. I'd really like to know more. Yeah. And, and uh, like you said, the limitations are on yourself. Mm-hmm. If you want to make a million this year, at least set that goal. And if you don't get it, I know you're going to be happy with the effort that you put in because you might have not made a million. Right. Maybe you made 250000 which is pretty epic in itself, yeah, right? You can live a great life. Go and, on. you know, a lot of people have that problem. You know, I, I fell victim to that. You know, I set a goal for myself at one point. I wanted to make $50,000 that year in cash in the bank. Right. And uh, I blew past it in four months. Yeah. You know, because I was so focused on getting there, getting there, getting there, getting there. You're selling all my houses. That's exactly right. (laughs) (laughs) And I appreciate that. That's right. (laughs) I I was just so focused on getting there. And then I said, when I got there, I said, okay, well, now we'll we'll just double it. We'll make it 100,000. And then by September of that year, it was 100,000. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not doing this right. You know, I have to set it all the way up here, you know, to give myself really something to work work towards, and that's what I think most people should do. But listen, let's take a break. Sammy, after the break, I want to talk to you a little bit about forecasting through this first couple quarters of this year Certainly. and creating opportunities or identifying them through that, okay? Absolutely, no problem. Hi, this is Sammy with Sammy Hadid Real Estate, Keller Williams. Are you looking for a top producing agent who will look out for your best interests? 
top dollar on the sale of your home, a well-negotiated contract, an efficient closing, please call me at 305-978-4249. I'm more than happy to set up a consultation. I'll put together a proposal for you to net top dollar for your home, what it is that I'm doing to get all my homes sold. Then you can decide what's best for you. Again, I'll do whatever it takes to get your home sold for top dollar. And I promise you that I will protect your equity with my life. 305-978-4249. Sammy Hadid, H-A-D-I-D. And we are back. Real Estate 360, Jason O'Miles, Steve Conley, and hey, introduce yourself. Sammy Hadid. Sammy, Sammy, Atlanta Sammy. Board of Realtors, top 10%, baby. If any of you need me, 305-978-4249 is my cell. I'm sorry, what was that number again? Oh, absolutely. 305-978-4249 is my cell. Please feel free to shoot me a text or a call. If I don't answer, please just leave a message and I'll get back to you. Perfect. Anything you need real estate-wise, I'm here for you. So, Sammy, I have a question. We, again, are seeing... Uh, a lull in the market, which is kind of common, common this time is, of yeah, year. exactly. So where are the opportunities specifically? And what do you see yourself and the investors that you're working with in particular moving over the course of the next couple of quarters? What do you see? What, what do you see for yourself and for them? What do you expect? Oh, what do I expect for them and myself? Well, again, I expect them to purchase properties at a, a very fair price. Mm. And then there's an opportunity there to, List it perhaps in the spring a little higher so you can get your profit because, of course, things are going to pick back up in the springtime. Mm-hmm. And, even though uh, it's an election year? Even though it's an election year, of course. It's a know, smaller uptick then. A smaller uptick, but it'll still be there. Mm-hmm. You know, People still need housing. And, of course, uh, in regards to pricing the property, it has to be at a, a fair market value now unless you're in just one of, one of these rare areas where it doesn't matter what time of year it is, doesn't matter whatever. Um it sells, you know, mm-hmm. which places like that are actually thinning out a little bit. So um, it's really important to price properties correctly. So let me give you an example. And I know you don't have the data now, but uh, let's say we bought a property a year ago. And we anticipated a year ago that that property should go for about 450 Okay. In a historic area, uh, a, a demographically changing area. That's the political, yeah, that's the politically correct, yeah, that's right, right. to uh, <laughs> to say gentrification. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but uh, it's it's changing. Uh, people want to be there. There's a lot of activity going on there. But it's a year later, right? And uh, what would you say uh, to us? We said, look, I know we wanted 450, but uh, I know that there's some changes in the market. What do you think? Uh, in that regard, I would tell you that. Every year. I mean, even comps from six months ago aren't valid anymore, right? right? So right. you really have to look at what's going on within the last couple of months, few months, particularly this time of year and coming up into an election year, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Because, of course, everyone's terrified. Nobody knows what's going to happen with the economy, things of that nature. So everyone's a little fearful to pull the trigger, and no one's going to pay top, top dollar anymore like it was a few years ago uh, for properties. So I would say that uh, if you wanted 450 um, I would do my research, and we would have to come up with a price that made more sense. Mm-hmm. And if it's four fifty, it's four fifty, mm-hmm. you know. And if it's not, it's not. Then we have to uh, adjust accordingly. 
these days, if people are having trouble with that kind of thought, that kind of mentality, right. if I feel comfortable that I show them data after we've listed it, right? Like how many showings we've had, what the feedback is, we can let the market decide what it's going to pay for the right. property. And we can adjust it accordingly two weeks later to get mm-hmm. it sold. Well, and you're seeing a lot of that. I mean, because it's, it's still relatively new for most folks, right? We're probably nine months, you know, seven to nine months into this significant slowdown. Yes, and people are still holding on to yesterday's values. Hold on to yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because they believe that it's going to come around uh, quicker than it is, not really paying attention to the fact that historically this is a slow time Absolutely. of the year. Historically, there's gonna, it's going to be a little slower in um, an election year. And these things aren't new. It happens every year. Every every four years, especially. And then every four years, yeah. right? So, but it's not new, and most people know about it, but it's still, it's very difficult for a lot of people to let go of what they knew they could get a year ago. You're telling me? I have a client <laughs> who whines about it every day. Like, I cannot believe how much money I'm losing. We should, it's just things should have been listed in, in March, you know? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's cost me a fortune. It's like, well, I mean, it's it's all about timing. Selling houses is all about timing. Yeah. You know, you want top dollar. It all depends on your circumstances. Like yeah. if you have a property you're planning on renovating and it's not expensive every month to hold it for another year, let's just say up into 2021 20, mm. after the election year, then then don't renovate it. You know, just be patient, ride it out a little bit, and then start your renovations late, late next year and, and see what happens in 2021 after the election. Year. Mm-hmm. You know, things will rebound. Yeah. I mean, I don't have a crystal ball or anything, but that's what... That's the expectation that I think all of us have. Yeah. You know, I think that... Gentleman's looking at uh, one side of the opportunity, which is what he's quote unquote losing, which right. he never had to begin with. Right, right. right. Oh. But uh, if I could offer an example, I was watching The Prophet, and there was this guy that had a car dealership, and he was trying to make it into an arcade slash car dealership, and he had <laughs> almost no cars, and 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 they were, and so the Prophet comes in, and he says, "Listen, this could be fantastic," you know. But you got to get rid of your crappy inventory that's not selling. You got to change out, get these arcade things out of here, and make it into like you know a car place. It's, right. a, it's a car dealership. So there was one car that he was selling, and he was selling it at a loss to get the cash back. When I say he, the profit guy mm-hmm. was uh, Marcus Lamonis. Lamon Lamonis, Lebanese guy. Yes. Yeah. So he was selling it. Mercedes <laughs> at a loss, and the and the the owner uh, guy was saying, "No, you can't sell it. You can't sell it." He said, "Look, I told you when when we signed this deal that I'm in total control, meaning the profit guy." Right. He said, "We're going to sell this car, and we're going to sell it at a loss. Why? Because we need this money to go buy a car that, that will make money. us some money." Right. Same thing with the house guy. You know, he needs to sell his house, get his money back, cut the cut off the bleeding. Right. And Go buy another one. Hey, the opportunity now is okay. It's a buyer's market, yeah, not a seller's market. So switch your saddles. You know, yeah. get get on the other horse. Yes, and we're doing that with a couple of the properties that we have. Absolutely, you know, uh, they we bought them really well. Yeah, but they're not selling right in today's market. Mm-hmm. So for us, let's get the bad blood off the lot, you know, right. and put some good blood on you, some new stuff. Because what we free up capital to buy more deals, you know, we'll do deals that make us money. It's not a matter of how much we're losing on that one. We might lose four or five thousand right. dollars. We don't want to do it, but it's better 
to just get rid of it, free up the capital for our private lenders. Absolutely. And do more business. Got to pay your people. That's right. You know, so it's better us to take that loss than them because we can make it up a lot faster than they can. Yeah. And we can make it up in one deal. Because they they have the blinders on. They they are lenders. Right. Right. Period. Right. I mean, and, and that is, those are excellent, excellent points you both have made. Are you guys experts or something? You guys some should get people, a radio show. Something. Some people say that, yeah. I, I mean, that is always an issue with people, sellers in particular, where they're counting chickens, money that they don't even have yet, right? right? Like, you're counting your chickens before they have. Sorry to use such an old uh, It's true. Metaphor. It's like trying to go, you're counting on the money, so you go buy a car now before you get the money. Oh, oh it's exhausting. How many times have you seen that? Too many times. It's ridiculous. I mean, realtors do it all the time, you know? Like, deal hasn't even closed yet. You're driving around a brand-new BMW. Like, okay, man, you know, it's uh, doesn't but really make sense. You know, we're, we're all here on the planet. You know, I've got this little costume on, if you will. And it's just another, it's a cliche, you know? It's yeah. just another personality, an idea of who we think we want to be, you know? Do you want to be a real estate investor? Do you want to be the best business real estate investor that other people know? That's but don't just, you think it's weird, Steve, when a guy drives up in a $100,000 car to, you know, negotiate the lowest possible price on a property you have to sell? You know, I mean, think of it, it's not, not for us as the business people because we yes. understand that, but for, for, the, that, for perce- the homeowner. Perception. Yeah. Absolutely. For that owner that has that house that yeah. wants to sell or needs to sell that house, and then some wholesaler pulls up in a, you know. S500, yeah. 550, V12. Yeah. So I know you want 60, but I can give you 45. <laughs> you know, come on. That's right. You know, you need to pull up in your Sanford and Sun truck. <laughs> well, no, it's more believable. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. In the middle. <laughs> I'm just saying. The uh, optics are important. A Toyota <laughs> is a good choice. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you want to, you got to be, you can't, it's very difficult to go in, to be in front of someone yeah. when you're super, super flashy and want the cheapest. Uh, possible deal you can get. It's very difficult, from my experience. And That's I, right. I've, I've witnessed it a few times, and but you see that you see the, you see a lot of, the, especially the new folks. The, when I say new, I mean people that are really just starting to make money, right? Right. And they're they're really sp- overspending because they want this lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Because again, this is a lifestyle that we have. But it's easier to spend the money when you have the money. It's yeah. easier to negotiate deals when you're dealing with people that don't have any money mm-hmm. and need the little bit of money you are going to offer them for their house. That's right. It's very difficult for them to swallow a pill because you just look like the greedy guy. Right. Sure. I want to say a little bit about our next seminar coming up, which is February the 15th. Oh, Go yes. to realestate360show.com. Register right there. It is multifamily evaluations. And syndications, right? And syndications. Right. Thank you for reminding me. That's right. Hey, listen, if you are interested in multifamily, doesn't matter if you're doing it, if you have a desire to do it, if you want to know more about it. Syndications are just a way to raise money to buy these properties, things like that. But evaluating the multifamilies, identifying what a good deal is, truly understanding what a cap rate means, right? you know, because a cap rate, the people will try to sell you on cap rates all the time. Cap rates mean nothing, when you're buying, they're an indicator. Like a, they're like a Z estimate. Kind of. <laughs> you know, I get a kick out of those guys that are saying, you know, 13.9% cap possible once you oh, get it yeah, rented. Whoops. You know what <laughs> I mean? It's renovated and yeah. nice and beautiful, and you yeah. can get a 90. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to buy your idea of tomorrow. Right. You know what I mean? What is it today? But that's the. those are the kinds of things that we're going to be talking about at this event. This is not the typical event that we normally do. No. 
This is for people that truly want to have an understanding about multifamily and really get into that game and and understand what you're going to do when you leave there. Because when we're talking about evaluating, we've got more than enough time to actually walk them through an evaluation process. You will be able to leave there. To I mean, the, you're going to be dangerous when you leave there because you're going to know how to underwrite a deal. We're going to be talking about multi-million dollar deals. So what are we charging for this one? Multi single dollar deals, twenty single dollar bills. We're still twenty dollars. Still twenty bucks. Wow, what a Sammy, deal! How do people get in touch with you one more time? Again, you all, if you need me, three zero five nine seven eight four two four nine is my cell. Again, this is Sammy Hadid with Keller Williams Peachtree Road, Sammy Hadid Real Estate. If I could just say it's a brand new year. If you want to get out of your rut and make money in real estate, it's there for you. It is there for you. I promise. That's right. Listen to Sammy. Yes, listen to me. Real Estate 360, we're signing off.